0: Oh, hello there, kiddos. Joker here. Yeah. And when I'm not fighting with the Batman, I'm listening to Jonah Radio for an occasional life. If this is going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed nice potatoes. <laughs> no, no! Out here, it's just a little bit strange. Wee, ta-da! Triple down. Get off the frost, dude. It gets a of oh, lot, lot of, of out, I got a shoulder. I want to have a lot of shoulder.
1: Here you
0: go. Oh, no! I just struck down
2: I understand? It's just In course, right? oh, what do we know about Oh, wibble wobble, weasel wassel. This is Jonah Ray. Dio can't make it. Uh, but Cash Hartzell and his cat are here. Hey, everybody. Meow. Meow. Wow, your cat sounds just like you saying meow. Wow. <laughs> Crazy uh it's neil nuts. mahone is here and he's got a ring light i sure do it's a, it's the same shape as your uh non-cowboy hat no it's a cowboy
3: <laughs> hat it's a definitely a cowboy, hat. It's, not a cowboy our, hat
2: it's not a cowboy hat it's um it's it's it shows that you do live in echo park but it's not a cowboy hat uh and our guest today is uh a dear old friend of ours one of our favorite comics and writers uh he has a, a live show coming up um because uh because i don't maybe i don't know maybe because he hates himself i don't know if anyone's ever tried there i don't, his, I don't know why shows. but brian pesane is here, here brian what do you what do you what are you doing why uh,
4: it's uh i don't know i feel like i have to perform right it's been a long time don't you eventually have to get back on stage not not, guess me, not.
2: my plan is no <laughs> my plan is is try to just hide for the rest of the my life uh um, well but what's your thing? I'm not going
4: back. I, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm not getting on a plane. I'm not going to come to wherever you live. Can you, you tell can Mel Can you
2: smell hi for us real quick? Can you tell your yeah. wife that we said hi? Yeah, She can't hear you because yeah. I've got headphones Okay.
4: On. No, all the guys are saying hi. hi <laughs> it's Jonah and Cash and Neil, all three.
2: Hi. Really appreciate you putting Neil at the end of that list. Oh, (laughs) fuck
3: all of y'all.
2: I was trying to remember his name.
3: (laughs) Oh, no, he's going back into his bathroom.
2: Great. Finally, the lineup of this podcast I've always wanted. Me and two Bryans. Um, (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. Neil, come back. He's probably taking a dump. Most likely. Uh, so you're going to, you're doing one of these shows. I've seen some friends, some friends of ours have been doing these shows. These, uh, is it a drive-in show? Is it a streaming show? It's streaming. I'm
4: just going to do it here. I kind of, I haven't really watched anybody else do it except for like in the beginning of the, um, of this COVID thing, I saw a couple people, um, do a show and it looks so awkward and weird. And I, I hope it's not as awkward and weird as that. Yeah. But I'm kind of finding it. I mean, I've been writing new material, so I've I've got new bits for the people. But it's it's such a strange thing. Um,
2: yeah, well it's, it's um I think it's one of those things where and I've noticed the, the the almost the evolution. It's like you know, comedy is kind of evolving in this time where people are approaching their stand up in a different way where it's um that's my my problem it's like you know on stage it's like i desperately need and that's always kind of been my problem but i desperately need the reaction you know and um or like to kind of play off of it and if i don't i just get in my head completely because if i'm hearing no laughs even though i can't hear laughs i'm hearing no laughs and it fucking drives me crazy
4: i'm already prepared for that i think it's going to be really (laughs) manic Uh, i think it's going to be weird uh, I think I'm going to like do bits and not even finish them and just go, uh, <laughs> Just everything uh, just trail off. Just yeah. Crank them.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah. And the <laughs> part are- I'm looking forward to is we're trying to make it like um, the backstage experience at the end of the show. We're trying to make that feel as real, like as like a real backstage as possible. And so I will be able to like, I'll have a full zoom thing of all these people, but I'll like go, Hey Dave, what's going you know what's your yeah. favorite band and try to you know because i i've done these things scott ian has been doing this thing called happy hour where it's no music or no performance but he just hangs out with fans and then he's been giving the money to like a you know a, a cause i guess mm-hmm. buying is, is- food for his kid or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but yeah. No, but I think he's legitimately been giving the money away. But that was a thing where I, I did that with him a couple of times where you hang out for like an hour and a half with strangers and they just – you talk about music, you talk about metal and ask them questions. And so there'll be – that's the part I'm looking forward to the most is kind of the hang time with my fans because I actually liked that part of stand-up. Yeah. Uh, you know, I liked I liked hanging in a parking lot after the show and going hey where can I get a taco while well, somebody's <laughs> passing me a joint you know what I mean like that yeah. was, was kind of my favorite part of performing
2: <laughs> yeah my, it's like, I realized recent like in the past couple of years like uh the best stand-up shows I ever I was having was um was like doing like conventions doing Q&A's the conventions where it's just like I just like people would ask questions and then I would you know answer it be funny and then tell a story based up like and it was just so much more interactive and fun
4: I think this will kind of take that. Yeah, it'll. We, it'll. I. I'm trying to articulate. I think it'll go that way. I think yeah. it'll be more loose. That's so what I'm have, hoping.
3: Brian, do you have like a post office box that people can send you weed that they were
4: going to get high with you? <laughs> <if> <laughs> I wish. There's a nerd poker one, but I don't remember the address right now. <laughs> um, that was that was like one of my favorite parts about the Mr. Show tour is when we got to
3: Seattle and you hadn't bought a beer for yourself in like 26 days and uh i saw you looking around the bar like panicked like oh no <laughs> I, I might have to buy my own beer and then i ran up and i bought you like a shiner or something all right well don't make me
4: sound like a total <laughs>
1: asshole. no no it no was
3: more... I, it's not an asshole thing at all it, it was, was just more like about a... keeping the
4: streak alive yeah it was the
3: streak thing yeah
4: dude that was one of the, that's still one of the craziest times of my life. And you, you were there with all of us. Like yeah. that's, I've never been a rock star, but for, for a couple of weeks traveling around on the Mr. Show bus, we, yeah. uh, me and David Cross and John Ennis. <laughs> Until we, we
3: got busted by fucking Queens of the Stone Age at the same bar. <laughs>
4: yeah. We tried our damnedest to, to party like rock stars. Like we, we it was fucking nuts. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's bad. Um, yeah, we, every city we were in, we were getting hammered, and then winding up on the bus. Do you remember? So, it must have been that night leaving Seattle. Oh yeah, because we had to smoke all our weed,
5: right? We were before going, going into going Vancouver. Over to yeah, yeah,
4: and this is back, you know, pre, uh, before any any of those places were legal. Uh, Vancouver was always pretty lax, but you couldn't bring anything in there. And we went in the Mister Show bus. And I got on the bus so wasted because I had to smoke all my weed and then we got had all this free booze that I fell asleep half in my bunk and half out of my bunk. Oh, no. So my upper torso was sound asleep and laying in my bunk, but I'm standing. <laughs> so, like, my, my feet are still in the aisle. So our tour manager doesn't know that till he pulls You're the bus. The bus gets pulled over at the, you know, crossing the border into Canada. And now a border guard <laughs> is on our bus with a flashlight. And I don't know this story. I don't hear this story till the next day, of course. But he opened the curtain and <laughs> George just went, oh, man, I'm standing there. There's a fucking Sasquatch half asleep. <laughs> well, not half asleep, fully asleep. Yeah. But yeah. half in half in his bunk and half <laughs> out of the bunk. And this then then, is where we keep our sandworm yeah uh, but i think the 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 guy the you know the canadian border guard was like nah, eh, seen that before yeah exactly
2: <laughs> yeah the uh the no one, worries mate <laughs> Not yeah. mate but you know yeah. what I mean. um the one time on the um, one of the mystery science theater tours it's like uh i was just uh, so bugged by like one of the roadies one of the crew guys would slept above me in the bunk and he would always fall asleep with his keys on like his you know belt and it would hit like the little separation wood between my bunk and his bunk, and it would just be so loud every time he would move it would just go clang clang <laughs> and then one night like um like uh I woke up in the night. Because I thought I heard something, and then like I went to sleep, and I was like, "Oh, this is nice." He must have taken his keys off. Um, and then it turns out I woke up because I didn't realize at the time he had uh, fall he had fallen asleep and then fallen out of his bunk. And, the, <laughs> oh, and what I heard was him going midair, waking up and going, "No!" And then <laughs> sliding down. Like, um, people don't get hurt conference. on the bus
4: like that. I don't know. Like
2: the yeah.
4: bus bus was kind of sketchy.
2: I just, it was very scary. Yeah. Hampton Young, like, wouldn't even, you wouldn't even uh, sleep on it. He, like, flew from city to city out of his own pocket because he was just like, he's like, I can't be in this thing. This is terrifying. Yeah. The best was the first day where they're
4: like, you got to lay this way. You got to lay with your head towards the back of the bus. If you lay with your head towards the front of the bus... <laughs> If they jump on the brake, you'll break your neck and die. Yeah, it's like, yeah, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, <God>. oh and,
2: <laughs> great. Yeah, oh, and remember, no shitting in the bus. Oh, great, <laughs> great. So every time I need to take a shit, it's <laughs> don't like don't shit, in, yeah. don't die in the- Yeah, <laughs> it was always like well, Joel. Hodgson I remember regular.
3: From, from the comedians of comedy tour was we all got the lecture about don't shit on the bus, and then I got back and I was going through the footage and like second day patent shit on the bus and then wouldn't oh. tell anybody
4: <laughs> no. no yeah yeah there's footage of i blamed it in. on maria do you remember I went, fucking... I went after maria so hard i think i made her cry oh no <laughs> but i made i made her cry like
2: at the drop of a hat like i would just say hey good morning and she'd cry ah, it's also her birthday today so happy birthday maria happy Bamford. Birthday, Maria. Ah. Uh. Uh, well, we're going to take yeah, a break she, with... the. she uh, was frightened of me. Yeah, she, who wouldn't be? Um, uh, one thing, I mean, you are a teddy bear, but like, yeah, you uh, still seem like you're like a teddy bear that would be, you know, like uh, possessed by a demon. <laughs> Just all of a sudden. Um, but uh, A
3: violent movie about a teddy bear.
2: Yes. Uh, so we're going to take a break with a song from... Uh, I'm going to play a, a song because it's... I, you know, I'm, I'm tired of waiting. It's September. It's Halloween season for me. Me and Dana Gould are already swapping pictures of our decorations that have st- slowly started going up i'm listening to halloween music and so i want to listen to a song from brian's album um uh from grandpa metal i want to listen to uh monster M- mosh yay which is a very funny song this album is is really good and it's very fun and it, it's like you did a great job of it's like a good diverse comedy album. like there's sketches there's songs there's different types of songs there's like there's that kind of just like like conversation kind of comedy there's sketches like it's it's very fun to listen to like it's a ni- it has a nice clip to it thanks
4: that's what i was going for i i wanted people to get high and put their headphones on and listen to the whole <laughs> record you know no it's really what i wanted it uh you know i feel like people listen to rec music in a different way now and and i wanted it to be one of those records you'd listen to from front to back but then also the songs are funny individually if you don't do it that way
2: yes um, but so this is good. This is the song, uh, monster mosh, which is just, it's great. Uh, from the, uh, from, and you didn't go off of Brian Posehn on this one. You just went off of Posehn yet. Yeah. So that's the, that's, that's the, the level up right oh, there the band, we'll the band.
4: Do. Exactly. Ooh, it's Scotty oh, it's, and Brendan small, all those dudes.
2: Yeah. Oh. It's fucking fun. And here's, so here's a monster mosh.
0: <laughs> it was last Halloween night at Heavy Metal Show. I couldn't wait to much, and then I looked in the pit and said Fuck, no Dracula way Dracula was for punching, mummy spinning kicks Then the wolfman surfed the ground, he about to lose his shit Monster mosh, monster mosh, the undead are alive Monster mosh, monster mosh, time to stage die
4: Freddie, Jason, and Michael, surprise, with Christine, Cujo, and Carrie,
0: and her fucking hives, Chucky and his bride seem right like there on a bunch of mess, all your favorite killers, the ultimate wall of death, monster monster Boss! the undead are alive, monster monster Boss! Corey Taylor from Slipknot, and you're
2: listening to Jonah Radio. All right. That also was not really Corey Taylor. That was just someone doing an impression, but I thought uh, <laughs> someone sent that in. Um, but yeah, so that was Monster Mosh by Possein, the band. Not the man, the band. The band Posehn. Not Brian Possein, the comic and actor and writer. Uh, P- Posehn, the band. band, The band, band Possein. Totally different thing. Totally, yep. totally different thing. You can that hand this was...
3: band down to your son if you want to.
2: That's true.
4: Yeah, yeah. I totally can.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> it could be like yeah, you know, what was a like, uh, Jeff Tweedy? It's like he has like a band with the son, and then I'm sure his sons will just take it over. <laughs> um, yeah, or Wolfgang
4: but... Van Halen, and yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: Uh, so Brian, right around this time of the show is when we get into uh, the current events of tunes and a segment that Cash likes to call the "Music News." Oh, that's right! It's time for Music News, which is essentially a way to talk to our friends and just kind of having you know jumping off points for conversations. That's all it really is in the end. We're not journalists. But over on MetalInjection.net, one of my favorite music sites of all time. Um, if you don't like metal, it doesn't matter. It is a fun, fun site. Uh, but they you just, re- like you
3: just like injections. You
2: um, could just like injections. But uh, they um, they have reported that uh, Metallica's James Hetfield now has a species of snake named after him. Whoa. When, uh, Yes, it's a, um, so let's see, a new species of venomous snake has been named in honor of Metallica guitars and vocals, James Hetfield. The snake dubbed Atheris Hetfieldi lives uh, at the base of a volcano on Bioko Island in the equatorial Guinea and is described as having a triangular shaped head and strongly keeled scales, uh, which is weird because he was never the scales guy. He's uh, more yeah. of a rhythm. Uh, but anyway, which yeah. gives them a dragon-like... He's never
4: the Kegels guy chords,
2: either. More chords. Uh, yes, yeah, more chords, yeah. Um, which gives them a dragon-like appearance. Uh, also, no dragon imagery ever in any Metallica that I remember. Um, snakes, sure. Uh, but which is certainly uh, um, in the image of the singer of the band. So I guess, you know, it's uh, they said it's they were very excited to do this because of all the good vibes that uh, Metallica has given them over the years, and they figured they'd celebrate it by singling out one person from the band
4: <laughs> i don't i can't think of a, a more metal animal than a fucking volcano snake though like yeah. a
2: venomous <laughs> volcano snake you know what it's i guess pretty those metal
4: things,
2: you know it's one of those things where you see like you see you like you're like you know this thing this insect or this thing exists and you go oh my god it's a monster and then you find out it's like almost naked to the eye and that's probably this snake right. it's probably yeah,
4: yeah
3: you yeah. would just think
2: that it's a like a word it's
4: worm. just a wee little thing yeah.
3: <laughs> also what what kind of life do you live where you live in a volcano and you're like you know what i should get some venom to keep people out of here <laughs> there's too many people coming to too my volcano too many people oh yeah.
2: god uh, <laughs> the moat doesn't work <laughs> too many joe's yeah. Yeah. yeah the the guard dogs that bark and shoot bees out of their mouths
4: <laughs> those
2: don't work um, but, uh, yeah, so good. Congratulations to James Hetfield. It's kind of insane how much Metallica is in the news lately. It is, it just might be my awareness of them, but like every day there's like, they're doing another interview, another show. Like yeah. they had, did you go to that thing? Take, take a break, billionaires.
4: <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 Fucking do something. Yeah. Stop collecting yeah. yeah, art, crazy. nerds. Yeah. Ah. Um, uh, no, well, they did the the Sonoma show. They recorded a sh- a show in Sonoma and then put it at the drive-ins. Yes. and then the the symphony came out. I think it's just timing. Uh, yeah, where it seems like they're crazy busy when. They oh
3: yeah, they Wally. did S&M
4: too, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, and that just yeah. came
2: out. And they, yeah, they did the drive-in shows. Um, and uh, there's also like for some reason, maybe it's just because time has passed, but like almost every interview has them defending uh, their Lou Reed album, Lulu. Oh like, right! Every 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 time it's just like even you know, like Hammett just kind of going like it's like I you know like I'll put oh and he named a song from the album he's like he's like I'll put that next to Master of Puppets what? or maybe even said Ride the Lightning I can't remember but he said like some oh, classic song like uh, I, I don't like, know why
4: they like that record because it's unlistenable.
2: <laughs> I am the table. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, you got the table? Uh, it's such trash.
4: And then when they and then when they compare it to their good shit, it's like do you
2: really understand? Like, And I'm fine. If, no, he, if like, it's I'm not fine like with
4: them. Of Puppets.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with them. Like going like, Oh, it's like, it's like, and Lars does that a lot where he kind of just goes, we're always trying something new. That's kind of why we've been able to stay together. That's why we still have fun with it. Like we're, you know, it's like he kind of, you know, even like he talks about when people bring up the snare from, uh, you know, St. Anger, he just goes, he's like, I don't know. We tried it. We did it. And it was done. Like, he's like, I don't think about it anymore.
4: Well, yeah. we do. It, it was- <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, it's so terrible. And Lady Gaga. The yeah, that was a misfire.
2: Oh, that's right. I uh, forgot about that. Their performance they did with Lady
4: with- Gaga. I didn't know that. Watch it on the interwebs.
2: <laughs> yeah. Don't, it don't didn't. It didn't work out right. like Bing Crosby and David Bowie. It wasn't the same <laughs> magic. <laughs>
4: That's the perfect duet to compare it to, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, is Hetfield and Lady Gaga leaning on a piano together? Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's not oh, even boy, like yeah. Kenny Rogers and
2: anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> um so Guar, you know, they're getting ready to do start doing like a YouTube show and uh, but they're also getting ready to release a uh, an acoustic album.
1: Really? <laughs>
2: Yes, Squar is going to be doing an acoustic album And here's a clip of them on um, They did uh, the AV clubs, AVC sessions uh, For their house shows And, um, you know, it's For, like, acoustic metal, not that bad uh, Here's a little clip of it uh, Where they shout out Odorous as well
0: So we said Fuck is place Now you rise We got to beat you, could you steal your ass i and grow into that we despise all
4: right
2: he's not wrong he's no. the- <laughs> 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 i like how it's just like they're it's like in true guar fashion of just like they're so nihilistic and fun that like they're like shitting on odorous for like bailing on him for like, just like, which is you like, died. you know, true yeah, you bailed on. Us. Yes, yes. Yes. And he's holding up like in the video, the new singer guy, the pig nose guy. I can't remember his name, uh, but like, he's holding up like a plushie of odorous. Uh, like, and it's just a very, very cute, but that's not so bad. I don't know. What do you think, Brian?
4: I actually will listen to that. I will, we'll seek that out after this. I wasn't aware of its existence. Uh, I, I've always liked that band. I mean, they're not a band that I play all the time in my car, but they, they get it. I think they get why they, you know, and the fact that they existed for 25 years. Uh, mm-hmm. They have an audience for sure.
2: Yes. Yeah. I not like a it. huge one,
4: totally. but, but I've always, I've always enjoyed their, their thing.
2: I mean, they seem to like almost like from when I've seen them at sizes of like House of Blues when those are still around, like, you know, they filled it up every time. Yeah, we. No.
3: They were at uh, what was that festival that we went? Was it F? Oh, it was
2: no, no, it wasn't. It was um, a Beach Goth Festival. Beach Goth. They played Beach Goth,
3: and oh, I remember of,
4: them. When... Yeah,
3: one of the coolest things about it, about that show, was seeing people who had no idea who Guar was, who were there for something completely else, just get blown away by what happened on stage. That's Almost, nice. like,
2: and then, like literally, like they like they're like, look at these guys in costumes. Let's get closer. Uh
3: huh. And, and then, then <laughs> I, I still have a picture of just these two people just completely covered in fake blood that d- that were there yeah. com- not for it, but they were having so much fun. And it's just, this like, is a lot of fake
4: th- fluids. You could get covered in fake jizz too, or you okay. can get a combo of fake blood and fake jizz.
2: That's right.
4: Um, be like the blocking cool version of the that. Load album cover. <laughs>
2: cool. Well, I was, me and me and Steve Agee played uh, Jizzing Angels in, uh, uh not 25 Boston? times two, but which, uh, which, um, which, uh, that was so, criminally posing. Criminally posing. That's right. Where we came out as angels with huge dongs.
4: And that was totally guar inspired. I mean, yeah. So, did you? Didn't you know the special effects woman, the woman who made yeah, Aaron, that penis?
2: Yeah, it was. It was Aaron Pierce. Oh yeah. yeah. Who worked Aaron, also? But... She, she worked on Yo Gabba as well, and then now <laughs> made these huge glowing <laughs> veiny dicks.
4: <laughs> the, the cutest, cutest kids show ever, and then and then our fucking giant three foot dicks yeah uh three foot angel dicks and i that was totally a guar thing when i you know when i described her to i go do you know the bad guar and she's like yeah and i was like yeah, yeah. go guar guar dicks
2: big difference between the early show and late show reactions to that bit
4: <laughs> <laughs> There are still some fans of mine that can't not bring it up like i was at that show i got covered in jizz and it's like man i'm i'm sorry i don't know what to tell you yeah <laughs> you're still mad four years later
2: yeah um uh, that was such a blast thing is i'm really thinking though about like that's a smart move like doing that what guar does it's like it's like all right guys we got to figure out a way to sell more merch well what if we ruin the clothes they're wearing at the show and so to leave they need a clean shirt they go oh my yeah. god
4: Yeah, pretty brilliant
2: um, so we've, we've reported on this before, uh, the, uh, Sturges motorcycle rally, which of course had bone thugs in harmony, trapped with a minimal audience, uh, um, smash mouth performed, lit performed. Um, of course we all remember, uh, the classic lit song. And then, um, uh, we, uh, <laughs> and then of course, uh, uh, yeah, smash mouth. But it turns out there was no social distancing. What? And there was no mask wearing. And now there's, uh, as of last week, over 100 COVID-19 cases connected to the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. And I want to say that 75% of those was probably during Quiet Riot. (laughs) (laughs) Was Quiet Riot there? Yes. uh, It was Drowning Pool, Quiet Riot, Buck Cherry, Trapped, Fozzie, Smash Mouth, uh, Adelitus Way, Saving Abel, and Night Ranger.
4: The guy off. from Quiet Riot just died. Did he die because of that?
2: Oh shit! Wait. Oh what? wow.
4: Frankie Banali, the drummer, he just died like last week. Oh shit! He, was, he didn't. He wasn't I a did, COVID man.
2: death, was he? I don't know. I, mean, I didn't could, even know they, last... I didn't yeah. know they were
4: there. I didn't know they were there because
2: yeah. you would have gone. You would have gone on your.
4: <laughs> would
3: have on your hog. Well, he still got those <laughs> huge condoms from that angel dick thing, so you just put that on and walk yeah, through the yeah. crowd.
2: <laughs> um, but we, ne- we don't wish ill will on anybody, but <laughs> um, so uh, we're gonna just leave it at that, yeah, and <laughs> um, <In> my laugh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> um. Uh, as we reported before, and our guest Brian Mallman last week uh, was uh, Play Music on the Porch Day, hashtag Play Music on the Porch Day at Play Music on the Porch, which was a world uh, getting together, people all over the country getting outside of their houses and playing music outdoors. And uh, some of uh, uh, some of our friends were involved in it. Uh, you could have done it. You could still look through the hashtag and see people all over the world doing this thing. We're going to take a break and listen to a song that was posted by our good pal Kevin Murphy, Tom Servo from the original run of Mr. Science Theater, and of course, riff tracks. Um, and so uh, we're going to play. Uh, his song, which is a song that he played when I, uh, like, we did a show up in San Francisco for Sketchfest, uh, and when we come back, more music news, more Brian Posehn. Brian, when's, when's your show? We should say the date of your show. September nineteenth. September nineteenth. So we're gonna we're gonna keep on plugging that. We're gonna keep on, uh, uh, we'll link to that, and you can get tickets and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, here's Kevin Murphy uh, with his contribution to play music on the porch day. More radio when we get back.
5: Hello, this is Kevin Murphy here from Riftrex.com with my contribution to the back porch music day. I'd like to dedicate this to my friends Jonah Ray and Deanna Rooney, who inspired me to do this. This is a campfire hymn. Please remain seated and sing along if you know it. She was a fast machine, she kept her motor clean She was the best damn woman I had ever seen She was a real tough cookie with a history Of breaking little hearts like the one in me She was a black haired beauty with big dark eyes And points all her own, sitting firm and high She was hot-blooded, check it and see She's got a fever of a hundred and three. She's got mud on her face, big disgrace. Waving her banner all over the place. And you, you shook me all night long. Sing along now, you know this. You, you shook me all night long. Stop singing along for a moment. My mama said... To get things done you better not mess with Major Tom. I'm getting bugged driving up and down the same old strip. I gotta find a new place where the kids are hip and all the other kids with their conked up kicks. You better run, better run faster than my bullet and with so much drama in the LBC. It's kinda hard being Snoop D-O- double G. You know you've got the kind of loving that can be so smooth. So, baby, give me your heart. Make it real or just forget about it. You, you shook me all night long. I want to hear you all singing with it now. You, you shook me all night long. I want to hear everyone in the back of the internet now. You, you shook me all night long. Big finish. Um,
3: Hey everybody, it's Cash here to talk to you about Keeps. Did you know two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. Well, now you can get treated from home. You used to have to go to a doctor's office for your hair loss prescription, now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. And Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but probably never for this price. Prevention is key. Keeps treatments can take up to four to six months or more to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll have. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash radio to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash R-A-Y-D-I-O. Keeps.com slash radio. Keep it. It's Bruce Springsteen in the U.S. And
0: you're listening to Jonah Radio
2: in the U.S. All right. We're back with Brian Pussain. He is doing a live streaming show. I don't know. Some guys, some... Guy, some guy sent his kid in doing some stuff <laughs> pretty funny i really got to get the names of the people that do this i just put them on my computer and then forget about it uh but we're yeah brian you're uh, september 19th
4: yeah that song uh that you just played yeah um if you paid everybody that it's songwriting credits on it it would be <laughs> the most expensive song ever recorded <laughs> very
2: true <laughs> very true uh it was "Dud in love but that was yeah that was kevin murphy uh, a delightful delightful man uh, guys, I'm not sure if you know this, but Master P has launching a new food company to replace. I, I got to tell ben. you
4: before, you, I got to tell you, I know everything about Master P.
2: So <laughs> metal, metal people, there's metal no, people love no Master way. P. There's a lot there's of metal no people. this is going
4: to be news to me. I'm going to already know this.
2: <laughs> Do you know what I'm about? What's the latest thing you know about Master P? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. but Master P is launching a new food company to replace Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima oh no so he's starting his own uh, rice and uh, uh, syrup company he's got uh, uh, Uncle P's Louisiana uh, seasoned white rice and Uncle P's Louisiana um, uh, you know some kind of maple, maple syrup, syrup. Like, yeah. yeah so that's fun he's doing that just because he, like, he was like you know these white people made a ton of money off of just like average tasting food yeah. so why, why can't he and then they appropriated nice. you know black people so and for the imagery and there's a hole now we you still yeah yeah you gotta fill exactly. that hole i mean if i'm at the yeah. store if i'm if i'm a, if I'm a t- your typical millennial at the store am i gonna buy the thing that i grew up with or the ironic thing that made me laugh and would make my friends laugh when i posted on instagram
3: definitely the latter yeah he's yes. got a tank yeah master
2: p's got a tank
3: Masterpiece has had a tank for years.
2: I mean, Brian knows that. Yeah, of sure. course. <laughs> that wasn't
4: just photoshopped. <laughs>
3: I don't think so. I think he. Actually Remember when
4: the all those album covers were just experiments in Photoshop? To <laughs> all their crap out. <laughs> where they hey, just got to be crazy in the early '90s, uh, where they like there'd be like a tiger sitting on a guy's shoulder, and <laughs> the only thing that was the same
3: was they were all in a throne right in the middle, and then it was just and then just money everywhere. The- yeah, yeah. And just money
4: and gold. And, yeah. And Paper dollars flying everywhere.
2: Um, and in very uh relieving news, Devo's Mark Mothersbaugh, uh, who spent 18 days in the hospital, nearly died from COVID-19, but he has recovered. Oh, that's good. oh, um, Yeah. Right. So that's very good. He says there was a bookstore I love to go there uh, where I get stationary supplies. And in my mind, I had been there. Uh, he told the Times, I was convinced for about two weeks that I had been hit by a brick by somebody in Little Tokyo. And I guess like he had been hallucinating where he had this whole elaborate story of how these kids sold me, uh, to an ambulance company. And then that got some sort of payment for delivering COVID patients to their ICUs. He, uh, he's, uh, wrote a whole new song about it on the D album that will be uh, coming out soon. I
3: was going to say that sounds like a whole opera. Yes. Uh,
4: I think COVID does something to you. My buddy, my buddy from death angel, the drummer, uh, he was, he was in a coma for 12 days. He almost died. Uh, up in san francisco they got up the tour it was the beginning they were in italy and that's where they caught it oh. and then they came back and uh he got real sick but he he swears that he met the devil oh at shit. one point wow. yeah during, wow. during his 12 days in the san francisco hospital he had a conversation with the devil and, and talked talked about heavy metal wow <laughs> Well, at least the devil came prepared with subjects he was prepared to talk yeah. about. The devil's really more <laughs> into Calliope music, but yeah, but, but he's this like was, metalhead listen, seemed. To, metalhead seemed to like me. I don't know why.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it does make sense that he was like maybe he lives in the Bay Area because that makes more sense with the title. The devil went down to Georgia. Yeah, you know? no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a route. Recently, uh, Spin Magazine did their. Uh, 25 best soundtrack albums of the 1990s. Uh, Al Shipley did this over at spin.com and uh, we won't go through every single one, but I will say that Neil, I have, I am sorry to report that the judgment night soundtrack only made it to number six.
3: Hey, (laughs) top 10.
2: He didn't make it to the top 10.
3: Do you legitimately
2: not ironically like that record?
4: I love Uh, that record. It's a great record. There's some heavy shit on it. Yeah. I love that there's, like, a a, a meddling
3: of math rock and rap in that.
4: Yeah.
3: (laughs) I (laughs) mean, it looks like he's falling asleep (laughs) now. I literally have two pages of text messages of, like, when are we
2: getting this going? My coffee is going <laughs> through my veins. Let's get going. We have more text messages about this soundtrack than like our friendship. Yep. Like it's like, it's like than actual, like asking how each other are doing. No. Nope. Uh, when are you, you going to pick me up? We're going to be there. No. More texts are about this soundtrack than anything else. And Neil, given the opportunity and the platform, and I legitimately no- like that record.
4: I love the Onyx and the Biohazard track. And- yeah, yeah.
2: And there's a bunch of. It's good so tracks.
4: good. <laughs> 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 I, I will
0: fight anyone about that. I don't, don't want to fight you. Yeah, he yeah he well,
2: he clearly he can't use his words to defend it. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Gee but it the meddling of the rapping Oh, I think
3: I'm it's sorry. the ring light. The ring light is throwing him off. He's <laughs> the ring light is doing me very good. Yeah.
2: Uh, number one on that list, though, singles, which has uh, two great songs uh, from you know uh, Paul Westerberg. So that's nice. He's probably his probably two one, best, huh? Wow. Yeah. Probably his two best uh, post uh, replacement stuff. But yeah, that's it's it's an interesting list. It's you know that thing you do soundtrack is on there, which is a great soundtrack because that's like an entire soundtrack made. Like It's a very diverse array of types of music that was all made by the same people. It was pretty great. Gross point blank on there? You're going to have to go to the site to find out. But the Street Street Fighter soundtrack's on there.
3: Oh, (laughs) Oh, thank God.
2: Yeah. How about Mortal uh, Kombat?
3: They'd have that song Mortal Kombat where they yell Mortal Kombat? That's the one I'm thinking of.
2: That's the one you're you're thinking of. Yeah, Boys in the Hood is on there. Batman Forever is on there. Um, Mainly probably just because of... Kiss from a Rose. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then you got some Twin Peaks on there. You got some Lion King. But, uh, yeah, so um, I want to play a game real quick. Uh, with uh, That's it for music news, but I want to play a game really quick with, uh, with Brian here. Brian, we want you to play Name That Growl. We're going to play you little clips of uh, metal singers, and then you have to guess... Uh, wh- who it is? Some of them are easy. Some of them are hard. Um, extra bonus points uh, for if you can tell what song is from. All right, you ready to go? Yeah. All right, here we go. First one.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> the guy we were talking about, Hatfield. Yes, great, 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 great. Do you know what song? Uh, is that Fuel?
2: No. Uh, that was that was that's from Enter Sandman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's another one.
4: Oh. That's also for Menace, man.
2: There you go. Okay, here we go. Okay, it's gonna, gonna get a little, little, little trickier now.
4: That's Walk uh, by Pantera.
2: All right, good, good, doing good. Here
4: we go. I right, Phil Anselmo's the singers, but but uh, that was Slayer. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Tom Morello.
2: All right, cool. And here's uh, another one. Oh, that oh, was the same one. That was the same one. Here's another one. Or, uh, yeah, I think it was Rain and Blood. Yeah. Some of the songs I don't know. I was just gonna. It's just I tried to make it trickier for you. Here we go. Here's another one. <laughs> That's super familiar, but I can't play it again. All right, hold on. Let me play it again for you. Let me uh, extend it out a little bit for you. All right. Here we go.
4: I can't. I don't know. That's
2: Lamb of God right there.
4: Oh, okay. Randy Blythe. There you go. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Oh, I know that. Yeah. It's is it Dio? But that is Dio. Yeah. But why does it not sound like Dio? I don't know.
2: Okay. (laughs) Well, there we go. Yeah. 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 Okay. We Here we go. Here's another one. I've been... hmm? oh.
4: So weird. How are you getting these with isolated with nothing? You can,
2: you can look them up. Neil did like like years ago. Like Neil like like just went down the rabbit hole and picked them all up.
4: Who was that last one?
2: That was uh Dickinson. That was that's oh, okay. from Iron Maiden. So uh yeah. Or right, here we go. Here's one. Here's a little more current. Hey! Hey! Bob Zombie? Uh close. Marilyn Manson.
4: <laughs> okay.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey! Here we go. <laughs>
3: Uh, Is that him? Is that brought
2: I don't know. Is that me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's the tall man from Phantasm. No, that's a uh, that's corn. Oh, corn! I was gonna guess corn. Actually, okay.
4: you won't believe me, but
2: yeah. yeah. All right, here's here's some more. Ah! That I don't know at all. That's Alex Jones uh, from InfoWars. <laughs> all right. Here's see if you got this one. You know that one? <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwait. No, close. Howard Dean, president, <laughs> former presidential hopeful Howard Dean.
1: Oh. <laughs> you know that one?
2: No. That's Kitty. That's a dog? Uh, oh, no. Kitty. <laughs> no, that's uh, the grape lady who fell down. Oh, right. All right. Here we go. Here's another one. Uh, hate Beak? Yes. Hate Beak. <laughs> uh, here, here's one. Uh, here's another one. Goodbye.
4: Somebody yelling goodbye. I don't know what that's from. Slipknot. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. a
2: lot of sense. Uh, here, here's one. Uh, actually, okay, I was about to play it, but fucking Neil walked away. I don't understand this guy. <laughs> All right, here's a. See if you recognize this one. Fuck!
4: Bob Odenkirk. Yes,
2: Yay! that's Bob Odenkirk <laughs> right there. Oh, great. Got it. Got it. Uh, then here. That then was,
4: was... was it legitimately? Yeah,
3: yeah, that was Bob
2: Odenkirk.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I figured if anybody was going to get that one. Yeah.
2: Uh, and then, uh, here's, I'm uh... more
4: familiar with his goddamn it. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
2: Because the goddamn it I felt was too obvious. His goddamn it was every other word. Yeah, it's, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so, and then, of course, the last one is uh, this one, <clears throat> which is, which it would be fun, more fun to play you if Neil hadn't just walked away in the middle of the podcast yeah, recording. That's, that's Neil. That's
4: Neil. Oh, that was Neil? Yeah. yeah.
2: Wouldn't, no, that what, what,
4: Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be fun if
2: he was around? <laughs>
4: To be fair, it that sounded poster. like a legit band. What was it from? It was from his
2: like high school band, uh, like they recording. <laughs> it was a song it called sounds "Like Ontario. Anything"
4: from the '80s or '90s. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: it, he wrote a he wrote a song about going to Canada when he'd never been to Canada. it's, yeah. it's pretty metal.
2: It's pretty it's pretty metal, so it's, it's a real fun one. Let's um, see if we got a little. Uh, Here's a, it's
4: actually hard because the the Slipknot and the Corn would kind of sound the same. Yeah.
1: So
3: that's that Neil's band. That's, yeah,
2: that was Neil's band. band yeah.
3: I never uh, realized until right now how much it does sound like um, Lemmy. Uh, no, I was gonna say uh, the Thin Lizzy.
2: Like oh yeah that guitar yeah.
3: is very thin lizzie
2: yeah well uh, neil would have been very excited oh neil would have loved this That's if he right. were here, you if he were here today he would have loved this uh we're gonna take a break with the song we're gonna come back we're gonna play songs that we like that mention other bands it's a fun little thing that neil came up with maybe he'll make it back for it who knows he's back yeah me yeah. too um, but uh, we're going to uh, take a break And listen to a song um, Called uh, Recipe for Cake By Alex Jonestown Massacre Their new album is very very good It is available on all streaming services uh, But check it out We'll be right back with Brian Posehn on Jonah Radio I need
0: This is David Bowie, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. Super freaky.
2: All right. So uh, here we are, just the three of us me, Cash Hartzell, my other host, Brian Pussain, is here. That Brian's was new? got. What was, that that? was new. the name of the band? They were called Bron- uh, Alex Jonestown Massacre.
4: They're out of
3: Austin.
2: They're out of Austin. Uh, they, they, they've been given a song since they started. And so every time they have a new thing, we like play and they just put out a new album that is great like a lot of different energies and styles and approaches to punk and it's a very like great album it's like one of those albums it's like with a lot of punk albums like sometimes you can kind of get a one note thing throughout and it can get like a little hard to return to but this one kind of takes a trip and I, I really like that about it like you know like a Dylan. i was
4: surprised i didn't know anybody was making stuff like that anymore oh yeah. Great. yeah
3: yeah yeah it's I be- really good. i
4: believe the frontman
3: is a comic out of austin
4: as well so um
3: he, he he's been very good about uh, every time we um, put out a new uh, every time he puts out a new album he, he he comes to us first. That was yes. Sorry
2: about which that. Is, which cool. is very very nice. Um, so anyway, so this is a game that Neil came up with. Um, Neil, you want to introduce it? Neil, honey. Neil, he, buddy. Do you, think, do you think do you think he's taking a shit? I really hope light?
4: this isn't like a a, a Zoom. Um, horror film <laughs> oh this is
2: the like host yeah we just see uh, him
4: come in behind us individually yeah, yeah. so
2: this was like neil this his was his body idea. Just, his body just hits that hard that wall really hard. yeah yeah exactly so we'll, we'll we'll wait for him to end it out then uh which is very very funny that neil came up with this um this uh game because just recently uh um on stereo gum uh colin malloy from the decemberist just posted a song he's doing for uh npr and it's it's like literally it's a song that he talks about li- watching uh the lance bangs's uh spiderland or breadcrumb trail slint documentary oh yeah i got that yeah it's a great documentary so this is uh this is a uh like a a bit we're gonna do where we're gonna just talk about songs that we like that mention other bands but this one literally does it it just came out the other day here's a clip of it
5: Get to it. I was watching a movie about Slint, Spiderland, while the parasite outside belied the calls from high command.
2: All right, so Neil would have been stoked about that because Slint is one of his favorite bands. Yeah, no, he's gonna
3: love listening to this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. And so I'm actually now starting to get worried. I'm I mean, starting to worry. I've, I've texted him a couple of times. Was I too hard on him about the Judgment Night soundtrack stuff? Nah. I don't think so. We
4: recently did a, a podcast on Nerd Poker. where, Bl- Well, it was not recently. It was pre-COVID where Blaine was supposed to come over, and we just started recording thinking he was going to be there any minute. And at the first half of the podcast is us making fun of him. And then the second half of the podcast is just going, <laughs> I hope Blaine's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a comic thing of like yeah. fuck that guy, fucking idiot. Yeah. Fucking where's fucking Blaine? Oh <laughs> my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Oh my god. I hope I... Blaine is
3: okay. Oh my god. <laughs> and you're making a list of like uh if if he's like shows too hard up, on him, I am yeah. gonna yeah. apologize so hard for making fun of yeah. him.
4: I've made a- fun of him for
2: 25 years.
4: I, I'm so <laughs> sorry.
2: <laughs> That's always my favorite thing, uh, the Bobcat story about where it's like, uh, they, when they ask him about Robert Williams, like, it's like, well, did you guys ever talk about suicide? He's like, we're comics. We talked about it all the time.
3: <laughs> yep. Oh, um so, so i got a, I got a few I, I'll well let me some. let me do
2: mine since i'm you sharing know. already um okay. so, so this is uh this is one i like a lot um it's uh by the hold steady it's from uh the song stay positive and uh he mentions two great hardcore bands in his song stay positive he references uh youth of today the band hardcore youth crew band youth of today and the band seven seconds which we talked oh, about wow. recently on the show but corners and it's mostly pretty nice yeah it's mostly pretty
0: all right because most kids give me credit for being down with it when it was back in the day back when things were way different when the youth of today and the early seven seconds taught me some of life's most valuable lessons
2: also i love how like uh which is such a nerdy punk rock hardcore thing to do like the youth of today and the early seven yeah, seconds yeah, Totally. That's a metal
4: thing too. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah exactly. Just it's oh, yeah. any the underground. First record. First yeah. record. Dude, yeah.
4: I had a metalhead friend in while this was happening, like Ride the Lightning came out and he's like, I'm fucking done. I'm done with Metallica. <laughs> he was like, "Not first record only. And and I'm like,
2: what are you doing that's so weird and it's not like because like with punk at least it's like you know seven inches come out like the seven inches are more prevalent and eps are more prevalent than metal like metal they put out albums um they come out like fully formed where like punk it's like there's the evolution happens like through these small things so so you can kind of go i like the seven inches but once they put out that full length it wasn't as good and
4: also like the bands are new
2: at that point
4: like I like Metallica two years ago when they started. Not now. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nineteen eighty-four, they start losing it. When yeah. they
3: were sharing a car, they were great. When they got individual yeah. cars, uh, oh, yeah. they suck.
2: It would be funny if they came, he, he came around. He was just like he's like Lulu, man. Like, yeah, that finally, dude. finally, yeah, that finally back. <laughs> he got him back. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard um, the
3: new SNM? Uh, um,
2: yeah. But I also want to bring up. Uh, um since i have uh brian's queued up i'm gonna play that if that's cool cash um uh brian tell us about yours well when you came to me i immediately thought of uh my my first thought was the
4: most famous one is uh deep purple mentioning frank zappa in um smoke on the water right Mm -hmm. that's uh, frank zappa and the mothers telling that story i thought of that and then i thought of uh leonard skinner mentioning neil young but Mm -hmm. um instead i used uh uh I think if you got the right track, it's Public Enemy. Before they collaborated with Anthrax, they mention Anthrax. They go, Black is for Anthrax. And then yeah. two or three years later, uh, and Anthrax flipped out when that happened. I know now from talking to Scott Ian about how it went down.
2: Oh, that's but, so rad. Uh,
4: but yeah, they, they were already PE fans. And then the PE shouted them out, and that's eventually how it happened. They were also supposed to collaborate with the Beastie Boys at one point, Anthrax was.
2: Oh shit. Record
4: label shit just didn't happen. But oh, uh, no. they they were like the biggest Beastie Boy fans before anybody. Yeah. And you know, Scott Ian always was didn't, listening didn't, to rap. Didn't they do a cover
3: of Looking Down the Barrel of a Gun? At they did, part?
4: yeah, yeah. It's a great a cover. B-
3: yeah. Beastie Boys uh yeah. uh
4: From Pulse Boutique, yeah.
3: But they, they did it on. I heard it on the uh, Beavis and Butthead
4: album. Yeah, Anthrax's cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, right, yeah, yeah. That was the I first was time sur- I heard it.
2: I was yeah. always surprised that no metal bands or hardcore bands covered Gratitude off of Check Your Head. Oh, be- that's oh, like that would be great. Yeah, that's such it's a hardcore song already. Yeah, um, that would but be yeah. killer. But what's funny about this is funny because i was like looking i was listening through the song and i was like listening intently to find out what the time code was but right before anthrax he mentions a couple other other musical acts and here here we go the
0: club watch it be safer than a suicide soul control beat there's a father of your rock and roll music for watching for which and you call a band man making a music abuse it but you can't do what you know you call them demos but we ride limos ah. too what you gonna do rap is not afraid of you beat us for sunny bono beat us for yoko ono run the mc first and dj could be a bad stand in its own feet get you out your seat beat as well it for? like,
4: forever universal will sell.
0: Time for me to exit terminate
4: yeah the exit. <laughs> <laughs> dude I know you guys are t- when this shit came out man I was working in a record store it was so I, I still fucking love this record but it, nothing sounded like that before PE yeah I mean I loved yeah. early hip-hop. The P, there's something about the production, man. Uh, it's so shit. it's a
2: it's just a fucking wall. It's an attack.
4: Yeah. Well, that yeah. What what was the name of the their producers? Uh, the what were they called? The I can I'm only think to remember of the. the,
2: we, the you know what's so funny? What's so funny about that is because I was just on Spotify. There, uh, Chuck D um, is doing a like he did. He hosts a um, a docu series or like an audio docu series on the Clash. And um and it just talks about how it's like uh, when the guy like the producers approached him about Public Enemy he's like he's like I want to do like I want to do like the Clash but for hip hop like hmm. socially conscious like you know uh y- you know hip hop but like you know aggressive and and so Chuck D was like he's like well I fucking love the Clash of course that's what seems so neat about and that's actually kind of what feels like it's going on right now what happened in the early eighties where it's like um. And, like, Brian, you're saying, like, you were a metalhead through and through, but, like, when hip hop showed up, you were just, yeah, I'm down for this, too. And, and punk. I was listening. And punk, to yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what were you listening to when you
4: were. Well, so earlier in the 80s, I mean, in the early 80s, I loved DK. I loved mm. Black uh, Black Flag and uh, Fear, all that stuff. You know, when I saw um, uh decline of Western, Western civilization. civilization. Yeah. Um, I was tape trading. You know, I was super into metal but I was also my only friends at school were also the punk kids and the kids that would wear pajama bottoms to school <laughs> and, and carry a skateboard around. Yeah. You know, those were the kids I was talking to in 1983. And uh, so I was listening to what they were listening to too. And, and uh, yeah, they didn't, they didn't love my Iron Maiden as much as I liked <laughs> their, their fear. Yeah.
2: But, uh, um, but like that but I seems to be all that. And then when yeah. punk
4: changed, I, i got, descendants when you're playing your poppy punk uh the alex uh the alex jones thing it reminded yeah. me of the descendants that was in seven seconds
2: yeah i loved all that stuff uh yeah i loved it. like it's like all that kind of bo- post buzzcocks like pop punk like really like the ramones buzzcocks inspired stuff like descendants and screeching weasel and uh, you know dag nasty to a certain extent
4: yeah uh, well i love dag nasty because it was in doggy style because it was uh mm. the the skate thing and and yeah. uh I always hung around skate kids. I sucked at skating. I fell a lot. I broke. Same. We're both tall guys. (laughs) I stuck my braces through my lip at a skate park. Oh, Uh, God. Dude, I I broke my wrist. I uh, sprained my other wrist. I I fell every time. Well, you went for it, at least.
3: You weren't just standing around
4: holding a a skateboard. Dude, I dropped in on my friend's half pipe like a fucking idiot. He had a 10-foot half pipe. Oh,
2: God. God, A 10-foot? Had you ever dropped in before? Never. Never. Oh
4: God! I'd done, a, I'd done a snake run at, a, at the, the first time. I that's where I broke my lip. I did a, a it was a, called the concrete wave up in Sacramento. Uh, Jeez, in the, it, late eighties, no crazy. late so, late seventies, early eighties, and then but I uh, I dropped in on my friend's uh, ramp dad nasty was playing or some yeah. shit in the late '80s.
1: I'm
4: I'm doing the math of like a
3: 10 foot ramp and a 7 foot U and like <laughs> figuring out how hard you hit. Oh,
4: just I just went straight to the flat bottom. Just oh, yeah.
2: I,
1: I,
4: <laughs> no transition, nothing. Yeah. Just damn right she oh,
2: <laughs> just kept on leaning forward my skateboard hit last like I... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's the thing I was saying about earlier Brian it's like the way you, you were getting into all this stuff at the same time it feels like that's how kids are getting into music now which is which is kind of like that's why I liked this so much about Bill and Ted is like it's like it's like their kids like represented how kids get into music now which is like every like it doesn't matter no one's really into genres anymore Neil talks about that a lot which is like have everyone we did, gets and we talked about Bill and Ted no, we have not. I loved I haven't, I haven't it. I loved it. it. I loved it so much. And I didn't want to like the kids and I wound up really liking the kids. Like Same. I was like hesitant when the kids showed up. I was like, ah, it's a little soft. Like I remember like kind of like, even like kind of like not wanting to like the performances by the actors. Right. But then like, then they, like they, I, I warmed up to them and I really dug it.
4: I was shitting on it till Melanie walked in the room. My wife that, you know, <laughs> of course she, she walks by and she goes the girl playing the young Keanu is really good. And I go,
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. She is. She's really good. (laughs) She's, she's incredible. Like she really is just, she's Keanu. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, Cash, I want to share and you can go. do yours.
3: This one has always fascinated me. Uh, you guys probably know this song. Um, it's a classic, it's a rock song about a jazz band, which has always sort of fascinated me. I was like, why, why does this happen? It's, uh, songs of swing it's literally like a it's a rock. it's, I mean, it's not like a hard rock song but can't
2: hear you when you talk over it
3: yeah. is that better yeah. um but it's always fascinated me since i was a little kid my dad would play this song all the time and i was like what why like it's there's a there's a part where they're talking about the guitarist and he's like he knows all the chords I don't get this I shouldn't you know all of the chords it's just a weird thing it's just what like, they, who do they mention uh they it's George. it's about this band called the the Vino, sultans of swing
2: is uh, that a real band I don't think so oh
3: okay um so but for the real stuff I went to country uh because like the 70s and 80s there were like in, in Outlaw Country, there was- Oh, they shout out each other all the they time. They shout right? out at yeah. each other all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's all David Allen Coe is long half long of the time, is long just long talking long. about, hey, I know- The other half. <laughs> yes, I know, <laughs> know Willie and Waylon, and uh, John, me, literally at one point, Johnny Cash he got, he me got me out of prison. But this is a Waylon Jennings song I'm called-
4: this. Got you with Luke me Yep. which is literally it's,
3: it's a weird song it's, it's a romantic song to, to his wife and he's like hey let's get away from the riches let's, let's go, go hang out with my friends willie and wayland in Lubbock, texas way. like literally giving their address oh, and saying like <laughs> this is where my buddies hang out let's go hang out there which is this not a great thing for a romantic getaway with your wife it's like i wouldn't call up my wife and be like hey we're gonna go hang out with jonah and neil all day have <laughs> to get away from it. Yeah. And then the, the, There's the, no the, way we won't drink more with and but that's all the of this, like That's kind of all Outlaw Country was for a while, was literally like name-checking people. And then, so so for my final one, and this is this represents a lot of stuff that we've talked about in the past, but diss tracks. Diss tracks are nothing but mentioning another band. I don't think you could talk about vi- diss tracks without talking about this one fuck all
0: y'all god damn i'm glad y'all said it off. used to be hard now you just went soft you was down with the a-k and now i see you on a video of michelle looking like straight bozos i saw it coming that's why i went solo and kept on
3: stomping well y'all motherfucking this, this is no vaseline he on that uh icy rose it. I up to completely destroy the band he was just in he had just left and it's nothing but insults it's brutal it yeah it is really brutal. is it's and and i mean even now it's brutal where you're like you can't say that at all yeah anybody but it's it's if you have not heard this song you need to go out and listen to it and then walk out your ears afterwards but it is it is the essential diss track, and it is kind of the opposite side of what we we're looking at, where people are mentioning like their influences or what they're into, and this is just fucking suck my dick, and that's the nicest thing yeah. said in this song.
1: Uh, so that's yeah,
3: that that's, that's a gnarly one. one. Yeah, that, but, but when we were talking about stuff, I was like, diss tracks. We've talked about, uh, what was that, Drake diss track, the only good song that Drake's put out, I feel like. Uh, from a couple of years ago, we've talked about different diss tracks, but that's like the
4: the godfather of all of them for sure. That's probably like the, the most famous. Yeah, there's
3: yeah. the Jay Z and Nas thing that went, sort of went back and forth, and supposedly the East Coast West Coast thing that killed Tupac and Biggie. But like, I, for my money, that one's still the most violent.
4: Yeesh. Uh, uh, I love when I love when metal bands metal bands do this all the time, especially in the early '80s when they shout out themselves. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Metallica does it, Exodus does it, but Metallica, because cause we're Metallica. You know, it's like, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fucking, you came to the show. I don't know if you remember who you came to see, but we're Metallica.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to those godfathers of metal, the monkeys,
2: with their hit, Hey, Hey, We're the Monkeys. They were the monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Let's see if I can call Neil.
4: <laughs> Where the fuck? And now I'm really worried. Yeah. yeah. And like he turned his volume off so we don't hear him screaming.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or
4: whatever, choking, whatever's happening to him.
2: I'm not answering. Nope. Good oh boy. I wonder what his picks were. This What'd was his. I say? This was his idea. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we'll just wrap up the show. <laughs> There's more to talk about. We can just bullshit. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I don't yeah. give a shit about the running time. I, uh, uh, I... have you talked to anybody in Hawaii? Did you oh. move your mom out here? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So right you after, did. yeah, right after he kicked it, uh, we brought her out here. Um, and then she was here for a bit. And now she's up in Chico uh, uh, oh, taking she... care of her, her parents. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she's up there. Um... I didn't know
4: you had folks in, in NorCal like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like um, my mom was originally like her family was from Orland, which is just okay. right next to Chico. Yeah, yeah. But then when she was about like, I think uh, Orland 11. or Orville. Oh. Uh, no, she was born in Orville, but they grew up in Orland. I have never even heard of Orland. (laughs) Yeah. Orland is actually you, the five goes through it. Like you get off, you get off at Orland to drive to Chico from the five if you're not on the 99. But, uh, yeah, so they're over there. Um, but it's like, they were there and then like her parents moved her and her family, like when she was like nine to Hawaii. And so they were there for a long time and then they went to Santa Cruz for a bit and they went back to Chico area. And so that's where they, it's like, since I was about like 12, that's where they've all lived. So um, I remember going to the record store in Chico when I was like visiting them the first time. And I was like, I was like, what's like a local, what's like a local punk band thing? And they're like, well, here's a Chico compilation. And it was so bad. It was (laughs) like all just jam band, like college. yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there was one band that actually I think I had heard of. What was the band from there? Uh, God, I, I can't remember. And like they, they were just there's,
4: they were just notorious Stoner College in eighties and nineties. I don't know what oh, Chico yeah. State still like, but back then that was Santa Barbara was the booze college, and, and Chico State was the weed college. Yeah, Jeez.
3: my my dad went to a boarding school in uh, Santa Inez, California, and every year they would sneak out and go to UCSB and the Ivy and get wasted for Halloween at like 14 15 right.
2: No, but I I, have, I just didn't tell you, I was talking to some old friends. It's funny. I was just going through a bunch of like old, um, like, it's like I, I was going through old boxes and I found some VHSs uh, the other day that were unmarked. And I was like, I was like, oh, sweet. I'm going to, I'll spend the day just, you know, cataloging these. That's all dudes. This. this gives me something to do. And um, mostly just taped Simpsons episodes off the TV. That was most of them. Um, but then some of them were like like old punk shows from Hawaii. I found like a full-on H2O set, um, wow. like wow. from like the first time they came to Hawaii '97, and like I, you know, I, I see me in the crowd, and like, uh, and then I saw like old bands like Skulls and stuff like that. But then I even found, um, I found like a footage of my first, my first set, like like the first time I played drums in a uh, in a hardcore band. Uh, let me see if I can play some of some of it. I'm 14. Wow. Oh, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that was the,
3: that's the first time you were on stage.
2: That was the first time I was on stage with like a like a band like playing playing music on the drums. Hawaiian punk.
4: Yeah. Was there yeah. anybody? Was there anybody that was super pissed off at Howleys? Oh they, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like was you know there
4: really punk rock that talked about Howleys.
2: Yeah, we kind of like it's you know we everyone <laughs> talked. It's like mainly you would you would do, you would shit on tourists, you right. know yeah. Who were Howleys? But like uh, you know and. Uh, those bands, but there was like you know, there was a lot of like you know, uh, anti, but it was like the punk scene was so small and so mixed that like it's like it wasn't really a, a like a it wasn't there was n- none of the racial lines really like mattered in the punk scene. Right, but like with punk rock, it's
4: always you're pissed off about something, and I'm trying to like Hawaii. <laughs> I've ne- I've barely been mad when I've been in Hawaii, and I'm <laughs> trying to think like yeah. what would you be mad about? Well, you're
2: <laughs> kind of. You know, when once you start getting there is into, cultural
4: stuff, I mean, there there is like a lot of uh poverty in Hawaii too that you ton, don't see until you, yeah,
2: tons, tons. But, but like the thing with it, well, it's like when you get into punk, uh, you kind of just kind of I'm not sure if you're angry, but like it's like once you start getting into like music and movies and stuff like that, and and you can't none of it's there, and none of it, like you know, it's like the punk scene, like re it's like it cycles bands in and out so quickly because people just graduate high school and move away because they want right. to go and go to the mainland and see, and that's what I did. Like, you know, I just like, I was like, I got to I always like compare it to uh, the jerk where it's uh you know, I was like listening to, you know, bands like FYP and Toys That Kill and watching, you know, like Mr. Show. And it's like, you know, it's the beginning of the jerk when he hears Lawrence welcome. It's like, it's like, this, this makes me want to go out there and, you know, be somebody it's like, you know, this is what the thing I've been looking for. And like, that's the stuff that made me want to, you know, like that, that, that I think we all kind of had that, like, uh, it's, you know, Cause you moved to San Francisco in the first chance you got, right?
4: Well, I went to LA first, but Oh um, shit. Yeah. Know. Yeah. From Sacramento. So I, I started comedy in Sacramento and, and, uh, pretty quickly, you know, got stage time everywhere within the year and a half. And then I was doing a lot of road gigs and going to San Francisco and getting up on, you know, Sunday at the punchline and shit. But my first, I was like, well, I got to go to LA and, uh, it went terribly. That's why I broke my
2: back and came back and all that. But uh, um, All right. Well, that's it. September 19th, Brian Hossein live on the internet, hanging out with fans.
3: Can they yep. go to uh, your website to find out it's,
4: more? Yeah, and com is where they're available. But, yeah, information at com too.
2: Awesome. Cool. Get over uh, to Neil's yeah yep. yeah yes that's that's what we're doing <laughs> okay. uh and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, this last song is uh um a cover from possein uh brian's metal album of uh the fox what does the fox say oh nice yes it's a great great version of this thanks brian for uh, hanging out um and everyone go see uh, brian's show i know i'm gonna be tuning in and that ain't no fucking lie uh, thanks to dan angler for everything and cash thank you for all your help i'll see you in Ooh. a little bit all right all right goodbye, goodbye.
0: Above. And the seal goes out, oh, out, oh, out. Oh. But there's one sound that no one knows. What does a f- Quarantine nose, Chasing mice and digging holes Tiny paws off the hill Suddenly you're standing still Your fur is red So beautiful Like an angel in disguise But if you meet a friendly horse Will you communicate by mo uh oh will
1: you speak <al> to that?